Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And continuing our train of conspiracy theories, because that's kind of what we've been on the last couple episodes. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> anyway. Um, okay, yeah, continuing on what we were talking about conspiracy theories. I don't think we have a haunted update, do we? No, the only thing... Most I since it happened to you, that's been coming there towards, towards me. Yeah, it's just... um. I don't really think we have any updates, period. The only thing that, um, I guess, ability-wise, like, I've kind of updated is I got a pendulum. Oh, yeah. And I started doing stuff with that because I'm, like, really attracted to them all of a sudden. Um, and I got mine from Starton, right? Yeah. They so say, okay, Starton Family Crystals, which if you want to purchase crystals and you need help like kind of like finding which ones you want looking at them that kind of thing hit them up on their instagram starting family crystals you have a sticker on the table that you can just read yeah no but i'm making sure i pronounce (laughs) the name right i think i mean i don't want to butcher it or anything but um yeah definitely reach out to them and you know they'll help you kind of like find what you're looking for um and that's pretty much our go-to place like to get crystals and like the packaging is always great that they ship it in. Um, like no complaints at all yeah. anywhere. Yeah. So, and the crystals are always super nice. Um, well, they're authentic as can be. Yeah. 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 They get it. Um, she's not paying for this advertisement. We're giving it to her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause they're awesome. Um, Isaac also did a bonus episode where they talked more about crystals. Um, so if you want to check that out, it's a little ways back, but. Yeah, it's a good episode. Yep. But now, as I was saying, continuing on our uh, conspiracy type of theory episodes. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we're, you know, reaching in a hat, you know, specifically of conspiracy theory stuff. It just kind of seemed to happen that way. Yeah. But today is all about Hollow Earth. Whoa. Which has been a subject of numerous films and... Uh, Different different stories out there. Now it's always it doesn't seem to be the popular one on conspiracy theories, but it's always there. Um, you saw a you know a depiction of it. We well, didn't see Godzilla no. versus Kong, so you have no idea what I'm going to talk about. But it was <laughs> depicted in Godzilla versus Kong with the Hollow Earth theory. Now it originally was talked about in the the Kong film, which ex- explaining where the uh, Mutos are from, the monsters, mm-hmm. why something that big can hide. Mm. Um, one explanation for Godzilla was the Mariner's Trench, which if you know anything about the Mariner's Trench, it's super deep, the deepest point so far we found in the ocean. Yeah, and I think we covered that in uh, Our, Terrors of the Deep. Yeah. Which was an interesting episode. That was like one of our first ones. So if you are you into way the, back to find that. you're into the oceans and stuff like that, like terrors of the ocean, go check that out. But um, it was, yeah, it had a good a good explanation ex- involving the theories around um, Hollow Earth and applying it to um, the movie. Yeah. So and essentially, Kong went to. Well, I don't want to spoil anything for you. Yeah, but. Um, if you saw it, you know, that was an awesome film. Now, the whole all hollow earth thing was originally, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Originally hypothesized mm-hmm. by a, uh, physicist or not physicist, a scientist, mm-hmm. right? Um, named Edmund, uh, 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 Edmund, uh, oh why God, can I say can it's two words combined together? It's hard. <laughs> Haley, yeah. Edmund Haley. 
He was an astronomer. Astronomer? Astronomer. Is that what you say? Astronomist. Astronomer? Oh, okay. Whatever. Guy looked at stars. Okay. Uh, geologist. Astrologer. There you mm-hmm. go. Astrologer. Astronomer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good with the words today. Um, geologist, mathematician. Anyway. He originally was known for calculating um, the elliptical orbits of a comet, which mm, originally had a comet named after him, which is Halley's Comet. Oh, interesting. So that's where that came from. Yeah, you learn stuff here, too. <laughs> anyway, he originally came up with the thought of the hollow Earth theory. Now, go a little scientific here. Mm-hmm. His theory essentially had to do with the the uh, north and south poles, the true north and true south, which wasn't directly, you know, it always seemed to be moving. Mm-hmm. And it had to do more with our magnetic pull to the planet and our core, right? Yeah. Now we're taught that the core of the Earth is a solid piece of iron. Hence the way the magnetism comes from on our planet that creates our atmosphere. Yeah. And then you have the inner core and the outer core of molten lava and then thicker and then you get the, the crust and all that stuff, right? Yeah. All we learned that in science class when we were kids. Um. But his theory was that there was th- uh, three sections mm-hmm. uh, of the Earth, and they rotated almost like shells. Yeah. So you had one shell, then an inner shell, then an in- the most inner shell, and they were all rotating at different positions. Mm-hmm. And that's what created essentially the gravity of yeah. Earth. I mean, this is way back in seventeen hundreds. Yeah. When he thought this, so you know, long before we had any. Major ideas. But he actually helped out Isaac Newton on his theory of gravity and relativity and all that stuff. So Yeah. They actually knew each other. So they're around the same time. Yeah. Um, that's where his theory came from. And he actually had a diagram picture that you can look up online anywhere. Is how he mapped it out, everything. Mm-hmm. Now, later on through time, we figured out, okay, that's not 100% true. But it's not 100% false. Mm-hmm. He did prove that there were many layers mm-hmm. or cores to earth right the mm-hmm. center the outer layer the inner layer core of the earth so he did get something right yeah now i'm not saying that he's wrong or right about the inner earth theory and stuff like that i'm just saying that what we know so far is that now my theory at the end i'm gonna explain how i combine both because some people say yeah it doesn't make any sense but some people say there's conspiracy around it both are somewhat right in my theory and what mm-hmm. i've learned uh, especially with the evidence of things that we've learned. Now, the one major conspiracy surrounding inner Earth is the city of Agartha. Mm-hmm. Now, I told you about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, supposedly, the entrance to Agartha is um, the major one is in the Arctic, North Pole. Mm-hmm. There's, there's entrance in both the North and South, but the one that was actually pictured and photographed was uh, in the North Pole mm-hmm. and the South Pole. There's actually different entrances all across. The world, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> here's a list. Kentucky uh, and the Mammoth Cave. Was it South Central Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of near us. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You want to go? Uh, Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Let's go to Agartha. Yeah. Manamus. Manamus? Manassas? No. M-A-N-A-U-S. Oh, I'm not sure. Anyway, it's in Brazil. Okay. Uh, Monte Santiago in Ecuador. Discovered by Juan Mocris. Interesting. My accent coming through. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Malto Grosso in Brazil. These are like uh, Portuguese words. That's why I can't say them. Uh, the city of Posad. Uh, Aragos Falls, border of Brazil. There's a lot of places in Brazil for some reason. Hmm. In Argentina, in Mount Ipilona, Italy. 
Uh, the Himalayan Mountains in Tibet, apparently. That's weird. Uh, Mongolia, there's an underground entrance there. Legend beneath the city and in China. Uh, Rama, India. The Great Pyramid of Giza apparently has an entrance. Mm. Which explains why they're so worshipped the, the gods of the underworld and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, King Solomon's Mines. Oh, dang. Yeah. And the North and South Poles. Obviously, they're the main ones in the Arctic. Now, there was a picture taken around World War Two or before. A plane was flying over and saw a giant hole in the Arctic. And like, whoa, what is that? Is that a cave or something? You seem interested? Or are you just tired? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm right. just... Give me that face of, like, <sighs> history no. stuff. No, it has nothing to do with that. It's just that... Literally, I don't know what it is like when we get to recording, like I get like super drained. Someone wants to talk to you. I don't know. I don't know if they see the microphone and are just like, you know what? It's my time to shine or what, but it like, it drains me. Anyway. Yes. Back to Gartha. Yes. So yeah, uh, pictures of that was taken in an airplane. Anyway, apparently a pilot flew in to the hole. Right, it was wide enough for a plane to fly into it. Dang. And you took images. Those images are on YouTube somewhere. Some, I don't know, it, it does it look real? It needs to be faked. I don't know. Anyway, um, supposedly this pilot lived with them for a while, and that's what we learned so much about Agartha. Right, there is an inner sun to this place of Garth of the city, this uh, civilization, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the inner sun generates their core's heat, hence where we get global warming from, is what it's yeah. explaining it. And it keeps the place at a normal 75 degrees all the time. And it's always sun. And the reason why he was told why these people moved to the inner earth, essentially, is that the sun on the surface was aging people prematurely. The people of Agartha could live in the center of the earth for over 800 years without aging because apparently the sun, natural sun, or the above earth sun, right, age people faster than it would age them underground. Who knows if that's true or not? Mm. Yeah. So he explained the Agarthians that they were taller, slimmer, almost alien-like. Yeah. And supposedly that they were, or at least from another planet, and they came to our planet, but they felt the sun was, ah, so they moved to the center of the earth. And they said, over time, our people went to the surface. Did they ever come back? No. But we always assumed that they died. But the fact that they met a human, essentially, they believed that, okay, some of our ancestors survived. The Garthians, anyway. Mm. So that's the history of them. They have a council of 12, is what's their ruling class, which is six men and six women. Mm-hmm. And they all roll evenly together. And they are this Agarthians are actually part of the Galactic Federation. Interesting. That we were told about what two years ago. No, not two. It wasn't two well, last years year. Ago. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was last, last year. year. Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly when we got that information. But yeah, um, now, funny enough, the Agarthian thing. Uh, we didn't start seeing spaceships. Mm-hmm. Right until after we fired our first nuke, mm. the atomic bomb blew up in Hiroshima. Right, the big giant explosions that almost burned holes in the atmosphere and stuff like that. That's when we started seeing ships in the sky. 
Hmm. Were there ones before? Probably, but the first ones we recorded and saw was after that. And some of the people saying it was coming from Antarctica in that area, hence why there was so much history around Antarctica and the um the theory behind it and that that's where Hitler had his secret base and stuff like that. And most people wanted to go there because there's so much secrets there. All that stuff. Yeah. Because the ships were coming from there. Because coming from the center of the earth. And they're wondering what the hell is going on up there. Yeah. So they come up and go, oh, shit, they got nukes now. Um, We got to do something about those guys. And that's why alien ships and stuff like that. So there's that theory that's surrounding that alien ships that we see on earth are from the inner earth. Not from the outer space. Oh, dang. But they're actually technically from outer space because the aliens that are living on our inner Earth were from not from here or not from the planet. But technically, we aren't out either. There's a lot of conv- convoluted information yeah. with this. <laughs> well, that's the thing with like inner Earth. Like for me, I don't know. I have a hard time. It's funny because I believe such random like out there stuff, but hollow Earth theory, like. I believe it, but then I don't believe it. So that's why you're doing a lot of talking because, you know, like the research behind it. Me, I'm kind of (laughs) like, I've never really looked like I looked into it research wise and I'm still kind of like, I don't even know what to talk about because I'm I don't believe. I mean, I believe there's something, but I don't think like how they're drawing it out. Now, there are many civilizations all across the world that have stories of ancestors coming from caves. And see, I do think there's something with caves. I truly believe Well, you got cavemen, was that theory behind it, but there, a connection to each of that is that our ancestors came from the inner earth. Yeah. Right? Um, One Native American mythology, Mm -hmm. right? It said that the ancestors of the uh, Mandan people, if I'm saying that right, in ancient times emerged from subterranean land through a cave at the north side of the Missouri River, or what is now the Missouri River. Yeah. Um, there's also a, a tale about a tunnel in San, in San Carlos, uh, the Apache Indian Reservation in Arizona, mm. near Cedar Creek, which led to the inside of the land inhabited by a mysterious tribe. Interesting. So, I mean, that's not the only ones. Uh, even the Brazilian natives um, yeah, along the Brazilian River claimed that the forefathers emerged from ancient times from an underground land. Hmm. Oh, oh that's not the only one. <laughs> Apparently, um, in the Middle Ages, mm-hmm. an ancient German myth, so we're going all the way across the side, uh, held that some mountains located between Isnach and uh, Gorthoth, I'm not saying these right, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, had a portal to the inner earth. Also, a Russian legend says that the uh, Samoyeds, anyway, an ancient Siberian tribe traveled to, to a cavern city to live inside the earth. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, there's that things. Now, mm. if you think about, there's that, that, this is not one of many, but this is not my final theory, but this is one theory surrounding this. Yeah. It has to do with the idea of when people talk about, you know, hell being in the center of the earth, right? Mm-hmm. You drill so far deep, we'll find it. And there's that old story that we heard way back when about a Russian mining team that found they drilled to a point where they couldn't drill anymore. like, And they put a mic down there to see if there was any running water or something. And they picked the sound of people screaming and stuff. Jeez. But you can hear that recording, but so far it's been debunked. Um, 
But that theory, yes, a theory that hell is in the center of Earth, when mm-hmm. reality, whether you believe that hell is another plane of the reality altogether. Mm-hmm. So when people find these portals to hell, right, all right, they're not meaning it goes down, they mean it goes somewhere. Though most of these portals to hell are, are all holes or wells that go to the center of the earth. So that leaves a question, is what's in the center of the earth good or bad? That is interesting. Yeah. Like there's that one well in Russia that's part of that hotel mm-hmm. or castle. Hotel? Oh. Hotel. Yeah, hotel. Um, that's in the center, a basement area of it that goes so far deep. If you threw something in there, you'd never hear the bottom of it. Dang. Which people say that's a portal to hell. And because of that well, that place is haunted. Or maybe the place is just haunted. It's one of the most haunted places in Russia. Dang. Like, if we were to go investigate in Russia, we'd go there. Just because that's like the, the, the mecca of <laughs> all the locations. Yeah. Um, but no, that came, that, that thought came to my, my mind when I was reading all this stuff about like caves and dwellings and places like that and entrances and there's different entrances and different cave works and how there's many caves and stuff like that across the entire world that go deep and depth and you find like inner waterfalls and almost like another ecosystem within the earth. So the entire idea of the uh, inner earth is not so far fetched, but to the level what we've been told, maybe a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I think there's something, but I don't know why I have such a hard time, like, grasping onto this theory and, like, thinking, okay, like, I do think, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. Like, I, I, if I had to, if I was forced to make a decision whether or not I feel like the hollow earth theory is true, I would probably say no. We're not believing the bazaar, and we're not figuring this out yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I would rate skeptical. Oh, my God. We're not, we're not taking their thunder. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you haven't checked out Believe in the Bazaar, too, make sure you check them out. Because they're pretty cool. Most creatures or people that are found in caves, that are, especially that are movies that are made about people that live in the caves in darkness, right? Always they tend to be a creature looking, right? Like mm-hmm. vampiristic, giant eyes, like claws, pale skin. Of course, pale skin because they have no sun. Yeah. Like the movie The Descent, right? They found those creatures in the caves, deep in the caves, like yeah. un- un- undiscovered. And that makes sense. I do think like that part makes sense. Like I do think there is something with caves, like a hundred percent, like even with like the missing four hundred one in national parks, mm. there is something with the caves. Like, but <laughs> well, there's a the answer to a, a a question. Thought is that um, if there's these missing people in the caves systems all across the United States, right? Mm-hmm. The missing four hundred one, as they say. I said that really fast. Uh, <laughs> the missing four hundred one, as they say. Um, Agartha might be the only sane or safe city or civilization in the inner earth. Yeah. And everything else is sinister. Mm. Now, leads me to a next story. Now, this doesn't involve inner earth, but it does involve the idea that something else besides Agartha might be sinister out there. Now, mm. this is as much true or as much proof ex- proving that it's true than I've seen anything. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about the giant 
in Kandar? No. No, or Afghanistan. I think I think you did. I'm right. not sure. In 2002, in the midst of the Iraq War, right? Mm-hmm. Shit, what, what, I, was, I was still in high school. I was a freshman in high school. Yeah. Um, these soldiers, now they never gave their ranks. They never gave their, I think they were in the army. Mm-hmm. Um, but once there's two different, a pilot and a soldier basically spilled the beans on the story. And he tells it as, now this interview was done way back in 2008, 2009. And he had his face blurred out and stuff like that when I was watching it. But as he was explaining it, is that there was uh, units gone missing. And where they went, gone, when they went missing, was a very remote area of, of Afghanistan, up in the mountains, the hill range, and stuff like that. There's no villages, no towns, no people, no nothing, right? It's like in the middle of nowhere. So they had to fly in, and they were about four kilometers away from the area where the last team made their last report, right? So they went looking for them. And they said they found a goat path that led around to basically went around a mountain and came around to the side where there's a giant opening of a cave, like a giant opening where the trucks could drive in, in and out of. And they're thinking, oh, crap, here it is, because this is a great place for, like, a Taliban or anybody else who they're hunting at the time to hide equipment, trucks, whatever like that, and not be noticed. So they thought this was the place. So they got their weapons ready. They came around. They had enough of an area before it went off, dropped off a cliffside. Enough of area where they can have a perfect strategic uh, positioning. So that as they're getting out there, they started noticing all these bones mm. outside the cave, right? Pieces of bones. They couldn't tell if animal or human. But what I did notice is that they saw some of their equipment that looked like their equipment, like yeah. U.S. military equipment. Excuse me. And they're like, oh, shit, this is the place because there's a stuff. And before they reacted to the fact that this is our equipment, this is the place, before they were trying to enter – a giant of a man. And they said that he was about 15 feet tall. Dang. With six fingers and six toes. Dang. Emerges from the cave. And was like, Rrr! and they said he had uh, like scarlet red hair and a giant like red beard. Dang. Like, I remember the guy that said, like, the emphasis of a Viking, the way he looked. Yeah. Right? Barrel skin, but red hair and like a red beard. And he had like a giant spear that probably was like the size of a normal tree that he just cut the ends off of. Oh my gosh. And it came out roaring, right? And they were all in shock, but less than a couple of seconds of like, what the? F-? And then they started shooting this thing, right? They lit him up. They, they shot it like that. And this giant came charging them. And he actually stuck a guy. He spewed, skewed him and oh picked him God. up with a spear. He, this giant, Picked the guy up that probably weighed at least 220 pounds on a spear with one hand. Dang. And had him up there like, oh, and they, they said, and he said, um, the soldier, the one telling the story mm-hmm. said, he don't know what he thought, but they, they, they said, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. So they started shooting him in the face. Granted, this firefight lasted about 30 seconds, mm-hmm. which is longer than any firefight should last fighting one person. Yeah. Right. That's what he's saying. This lasted longer than it should have. Yeah. So they started shooting this thing in the face, and it finally went down. And they Dang. shot it a couple times in the head for good measure to make sure it was dead. Um. So one of their crew was dead, right? I think his name was Dan. Was the guy mm-hmm. that got got killed, and they didn't understand why a good man died for this and stuff like that. And they had no idea what was going on. 
you know, stuff like that. So they call it for an air vac, you know, or a, a nine line, which is the medical vac for uh, the military. And a different helicopter showed up, a big one, and they dropped a net and they were instructed to put this thing in this net, kind of like cargo netting, mm-hmm. like the big, real thick, like, like, uh, straps, something that can support like a whole bunch of shit. And I just told, hey, put it in there, right? Mm-hmm. From this is from the higher ups, you gotta put it in here. Um, so they tried to move this thing and they said he, it weighed, there was six of them. They could barely move this giant person. Yeah. Right. This giant man. He said he stunk like, like the worst smell of a skunk. Yeah. Combined with like other stuff, but it just the best way he describes like how a skunk smells. And they put it in the straps and this giant helicopter basically that was meant to like move tanks and stuff, picked it up and flew off with it. My God. I mean, it retracted it ding, 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 inside of it and the, the doors closed so basically could carry it without flying this thing everywhere. Um, and they finally had the medevac come in and take the dead soldier away. And they were told, the mm-hmm. soldiers, when they were giving their statements, my mama, you got to rewrite this. We're going to tell you how to write it, and you're not going to tell anybody about this. Dang. Right? And he, I think that's why the soldier gave his his story, because he was out in the military at that point. Yeah. I don't know what they could have done to you with while you were in the military. Now, the pilots apparently got interviewed as well. The one that flew this helicopter mm-hmm. away with this giant man in it. Yeah. He never told them where they took it. He just took it to the military base. After that, they didn't know what happened to the body. But the military had it for a point of time. And he said when he looked at it, it looked, well, his face was basically destroyed from the amount of bullets that were put in it. And mind you, they were shooting with like an AR-15s carbons and a 50 cal uh, sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. Which those bullets, you know, about the size of my hand. Yeah. <laughs> it took 30 seconds to take this thing down. So that's really how tough this thing was, this giant. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he looked at its hand. He had six fingers, six toes. It was just weird. Body hair about the same as a human, maybe a little bit hairier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he knows one thing. The hair was red. And he didn't know it was red because of the blood or red because of that. But his beard was red, too. Mm-hmm. So that didn't make any sense. Dang. Yeah. The giant of Kendar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Can now, you yeah, I, as a soldier, like, you know, you're used to fighting other people, especially that time in Iraq and Afghanistan, you're fighting the Taliban and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with, you know, caves because they hid majority of the time in caves. A lot of them, they're, 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 if the Taliban had forward operation bases, they would come out of caves. So them seeing a cave that big, oh yeah, there it is. We finally got them, right? And then a giant freaking red beard guy's running out of there with a spear. But I think, like, there's a lot of that stuff that goes on that, you know, doesn't get foretold, you know, like with creatures and stuff like that. Oh, that's one of many tales of the, uh, like, there was like a whole, this, I didn't, I didn't see it, but I saw the video of, uh, tales of soldiers from Afghanistan, haunted tales of soldiers from Afghanistan. Maybe that's an episode we should <laughs> talk about. <laughs> that was just one of many, but I saw that cause I talked about your stuff and I was like, I listened to it. I was like, holy crap. When he talked about yeah. it. Yeah. But that gave me thinking. If the giant of a man, right, was in a cave like that in Afghanistan, mind you, this guy had red beard. He didn't look Middle Eastern at all. Mm-hmm. But he was in a cave in Afghanistan. Interesting. So he had to come from somewhere else. And he probably used the cave as an exiting entering point. Yeah. Right? Um. Like, like where is he coming from? Is a whole civilization of guys he's big? And then that ties in with another thing that we we'll probably talk about later uh, episode two is giants. Yeah. Giants of the past and stuff like that. Like we had a famous giant in the Bible. Mm-hmm. 
who was starts with a G. Goliath. There you go. I knew it. I just David I and I Goliath. Yeah, I froze for a second. I was like, uh oh. I mean, you didn't have to know the Bible to know that story. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, and people think, oh, he wasn't a giant. He was just big for the times. Were people smaller back then? Yeah. But how he was described, he was probably at least seven feet, which is pretty big for that time. Granted, we have normally seven feet guys around here. There's more than it was before. Yeah. But it goes in that story of giants and how they're connected to angels and the angel race. We'll get into that later. Yeah, later yeah. episode. I just thought, you know, a good point. But yeah, apparently there's a giant guy or a giant race still in the inner earth. And it's surrounding creatures around the inner earth. Right. Um, what was that story I told a long, long time ago? And it had to do with more inner earth, more than vampires or caves. Mm-hmm. But remember, I told you a story a long time ago about a hunter in the early 1800s uh, found uh, a real life vampire. And how he described it was a pale creature that had like uh, its eyes were like red and it had sharp fangs and claws. They didn't look very human or humanoid. Yeah. The more creature than anything, and it was in a cave. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't know. Those caves, I'm telling you. Well, like, I remember when we were researching, like, scariest things in the woods, um, and I started kind of diving into, like, the missing 411. Um, they were, there was something, like, if you plot, all the missing people or something like that. It runs like the caves or something like that. Or like the way the caves run in the United States. Like it has some connection with missing people. So that doesn't surprise me about the caves. Um, now another thing. I mean, you got different geologists. You got different scientists. You got different theorists surrounding inner earth. Stuff like that. But... Uh, there was a spiritualist writer, um, Lady Pagnac Walabang. <laughs> I was saying her name wrong, probably. But Lady Paget. Uh, in her book, um, Quilla Keys with the Unseen Friend. It was written in 1907, mind you. Um, she claimed that the cities exist beneath a desert which, where people of Atlantis moved. Mm. And I started just getting into that, like, Lemuria and Atlantis, that's super interesting. Yeah. I mean, so there's that theory, but yeah, and stuff like that. Now, with the inner earth and that idea of maybe it's not so much as a access to the inner earth, but maybe there's a place in the side of the earth that has a portal to another dimension. Hmm. And that's where our pilot in the you know World War II went. And that's where he lived with the Agarthians, alien race. Interesting. Yeah. Did you go t- find one? Just kidding. I don't like caves. Actually, I don't either. Something about caves puts me. No, you know what kind of caves like freak me out the most is the ones that are like right next to water. You know what I mean? Like you, there's water in there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like caverns type thing. No, I don't like caves because ever since I got to the size I am now. Mm-hmm. Uh, after watching, I think it was the new Blair Witch or the redone of Blair Witch. It came out like 2017. Yeah. Uh, where she was crawling underneath the house in the tunnel system and she almost got stuck for a little bit. I was like, ah, ah. It's like, I'm no, not normally claustrophobic. Well, no, but that freaks me out too because I think there was a guy 
that he got stuck and he was like inverted. Yeah, I told you about that. And oh my god, and he had to die that way. Yeah. But that's scary. Second handle getting stuck in like an air vent. No problem, right? Mm-hmm. I can't get the handle getting stuck underground because there's no moving. You can't yeah. move earth out of the way to get you out. Yeah. The air vent, I can just bust my way through if I have to. Yeah. Or at least have someone, you know, screw the bolts to let me out, you know. But as for on the ground, no, I can't do that. It has to be a pretty big cave, yeah. right? And there was actually cave systems in where I used to live in Texas. We all went to that when I was a kid, a natural bridge caverns. Yeah. I never New went Bromfels. there. I heard about it, but I never went. Yeah. I we The field trip we did there a couple of times a year. Or like a couple of times a year. About every year I was in elementary school and middle school, we'd go there. Yeah. It was cheap. You know, it, you take the kids there. Oh, look at the stuff. And, you know, stuff. Anyway. So I remember being in there. Being inside the cave, and then when they turn the lights off, pitch black. Ugh. There's no way you can see anything in front of you. Could you imagine if you're on a field trip, they turn the lights off, and you hear like, ah! yeah. and then like, well, there was one point in the cave on. where the tour that we were taking, and she said, if you walk down that path, and she showed us where it was, you said your shoes and your socks would be behind you after four after four steps. She goes, a tar. There was there's tar. There and then your shoes would stick, and you'd basically take your shoe off. You saw you would be, you, your shoes would get stuck. That's what she right. was getting at. Um, which I I thought like, why would they have the tar there? <laughs> I don't know. Weird. I think there's, if I'm correct, I think there's some sort of like cave things, like closer to the western part of North Carolina that we have too. Similar, not exact, but so. Um, I think I'll go into my theories. Yeah. Or closing thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, guys. This is another subject that I'm kind of like, our next week's subject is going to be one I'm going to be into. And I'm probably going to be the one talking about it the most. Cause I'm. Say that now. I got super interested. If I don't get like drained, it is the worst feeling. And I'm sorry. You guys hear me just going, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm, interesting. <laughs> Sorry, like I don't know what it is, and I'm gonna come. I want to figure out what it is at some point. But like, put it to you this way: like before we started the episode, it was so bad, like the draining, that I had to light like a candle to calm everything down. It's still pretty bad. Like I could just, like you could be tired, but then there's the feeling of being drained, like something is literally just sucking the energy. And I was fine before, but anywho. Anywho. All right. So I got it. My, my, my theory is a combination of both scientific and both supernatural as it is. Um, so supernatural essence is that the inner earth has a place to live and has many places to live, but so far the one we found was Agartha, the yeah. major civilization as part of the alien races and have their own ships and technology advanced probably on the level of Wakanda, right? Then there's the other one, scientific, that there is no inner earth. There are cave systems and stuff like that. The core of the earth is made of iron and you got magma, liquid hot magma. Ew, why do you say it like that? Because you don't get the movie reference. No. Okay. Awesome powers. Oh. Anyway. And then it gives outer layer, inner layer, and core and crust and stuff like that. So there's that. My theory is that it's one and the same in both. Yes, the core of the earth, solid piece of iron, magma, stuff like that. But, ever how far down you go, there might be pockets of civilization where they can exist and live. 
where there are civilization as we know it goes ever so far back that we see recorded history as far as Sumerians mm-hmm. and technology, which is another episode which ancient technology and stuff like that we could do. Yeah. Um, we see as, as primitive mm-hmm. when really they might have had a better idea of how to understand electricity and power and all that better than how we do today. Yeah. So to call them as primitive is not accurate. Yeah. When they had technology and they had advancement civilization that was fine. Like the Aztecs, they built and did things the same as the Greeks. Though the Greeks are seen in more of a higher regard than the Aztecs, regardless yeah. of the point. I'm just saying that ancient civilizations had access to stuff like that. And that's saying that their time, who knows what was existing previously to them. Yeah. So there, it is possible for an a ancient race of us humans that have had far advanced technology moved underground for a life and life post-apocalyptic situation. Yeah. Right. The earth was the sun flare hit us or something happened that got erased from history. Yeah. That we saw as an extinction event. So Majorus went underground and took our technology down with us. And we strived there. We strived to a point where we didn't want to go back up because we couldn't. Yeah. Thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years to a point where there was no real reason to go up to look anymore. Except for curiosity. And then what we found up there was civilization as primitive humans. Okay, we'll come back up a little bit. Yeah. Right? So that is that theory. And there's also the theory that these civilizations, maybe an alien race, came to the planet, saw a surface not very habitable, but saw the the, uh, the inner Earth of us, right, or the inside of us, the inside of us, the inside of Earth, was a little more habitable, a little more existent. So they brought something, technology-wise, that could create an inner sun. So yeah. Agartha could live in a pocketed area of the Earth that's a big, giant, it's a core area, but at least a city size. I'm out of space. Yeah. You can have a hole the size of a state in the in the core of the Earth and nothing happened to our major services. You know, there's also a theory of where do sinkholes come from? I mean, we know why they happen. And the water overflowing, the ground crumbles underneath, you know, erosion, stuff like that. Yeah. Different different reasons. But they can also be caused by an inner earth. Right? Yeah. So um, but my, my, I think my, my main opinion on it is that there are areas of the earth inside, inside the earth that go down cave systems, stuff like that, yeah. even pocketed areas that are vast enough for a civilization to strive and have their own, not say their own sun, but some kind of form of, of light that accesses to them mm-hmm. or accesses underneath. Who knows? Yeah. You know, we know about more about the surface of the moon than we do know about the depths of our own ocean. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise if we don't know the cave systems, how far they sure. go, where they go, and deep. We we count on on people with a hobby who uh, what's the word? They cave spelunk, yeah, cave diving stuff like that to find stuff and tell us. Yeah, it's not much of an importance for scientists to go down there and look. Yeah. So when they something scientific gets found, right, or gets reported to them, like oh, we gotta figure this out. What was that movie? Um, I think they're trying to write off the tales of the Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix mm-hmm. about uh, spelunkers. They open up this pocket. Um, they basically broke through, and there was a giant hole, like a hole broke through, and they finally like, open area underneath, and all these bat creature things flew out. Yeah, yeah. That was supposedly there for a hundred years, and they they started killing everybody. 
Yeah. Mm. They kind of work like quiet but place. This is the thing, too. I wonder if you start exploring more of the ocean, more of the caves, you're going to stir something up. You're going to find something that shouldn't have been found, in a sense. You keep finding stuff at the bottom of the ocean. I know. Ugh. Two places that I don't think I would want to be, like, if someone, like, just dropped me off in, like, a submarine into the ocean, or if someone just, like, threw me inside of a cave, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be fun. But, essentially, yes. So, my theory stands is that it's yes and no at the same time. There are pocket places in, in, in the Earth area that could house civilizations are things hidden from us yeah the whole kandar thing was hidden from us that could i mean i would say that involves the inner earth but it also involves giants yeah do giants still exist today i mean that was 2002 yeah so um that also going to involve maybe a civilization of giants in the inner earth maybe they went underneath on the ground because of we drew them under there yeah and the area where they were, they found the Kandar giant was very remote. There were no people for like miles. So it only makes sense for something like that to easily have access in and out because who's going to see them? Yeah. This, this is a side note, but it's something I want to tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you hear that crazy theory that um, we're all in a simulation, essentially, mm-hmm. and the exit is in Area 51. And that's why we're not oh, allowed to go yeah, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> uh, that messes my head when I thought about it. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah. And that's why they literally shoot you on the spot before you even get there. Damn. And the reason is because it's government secrets and stuff like that. Damn. But what about the rest of the world? My, that blows that theory out of the water. What about the rest of the world? Yeah. You tell me every other place in the entire world is going to try to come here in the United States? That makes it like tooting our own horn that we're better than everybody else. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so what's on the, uh, docket for next week? So, okay, you guys know how all of these crazy stories have been coming out of the Appalachian Mountains? Yeah, we're gonna cover that, um, and go in depth, our opinions on it, what we found with people's encounter stories, cause we actually live the western Appalachian, or western North Carolina has the Appalachian Mountains. The tail end of it anyway. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah, we're gonna dig into that. I'm kind of excited about that. I this would this next episode is like one of my topics that I was really. So we're gonna go back a little bit into the paranormal scheme. Yeah, humanoids and stuff like that. So it'll be a good one, and it'll be more talking from Megan because I have a lot. (laughs) Um, because I actually reached out to some people that I know are on the western part of North Carolina for their opinions on it. So. When I am doing encounter stories, I'm doing like true encounter stories. Uh, yeah. So look forward to that one next week. Yeah. I was trying to think of something else. No, no, no. Um, as always, you can check out our social media, um, at our Instagram at Hidden the Shadows Podcast. Yeah. Our Twitter at Hidden the Shaw Six. Uh, our TikTok at Hidden the Podcast Two. Not saying with a Boston accent. That's how it's spelled. <laughs> Um, also, you just go to our website, uh, hiddenthesshadowspodcast.com, yep. where we have links to all our social medias where you can listen to us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're on a lot of different platforms. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, you listen to podcasts, essentially. Yes. Where you listen to this, wherever you're listening to this. Um, I know people lose your ass if you're listening to iTunes, give us a five star. Give us what you feel like you think is right. Yeah. 
If you want to give us a four stars, you're fine with that. If you want to give us a three, don't do it. Just just keep keep your pain to yourself. <laughs> Anything below a three, just and on Spotify. I don't know how they rate anyway, or YouTube. Give it a like, I guess. Um, also, on our website, you have links to our shirts. Yeah, where you can buy a T-shirt. Yeah, and support us if you want to. Yes. I just want a cool red shirt. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. As always, guys, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yes. <laughs>